It is the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Radio Network. Radio Network. Because that's the bottom line. The Stone Cold Simpsons. And so, goodbye. <laughs> and good night. Bang! To off the mats with Alex Lowe's and Josh Silverberg. All right, everybody. Good afternoon. Welcome back. You are listening and watching us on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. I can't do it the in the voice that uh, they do it, but I try. But that's okay. Hope everybody's having a wonderful. Full Saturday. I'm Josh Silberg. Along with me, as always, my tag team partner down in Florida, Mr. Alex Slows. This is off the mat where we only talk pro wrestling. Alex, how are you, man? I'm good. I'm excited to get into all the topics. We got a big pay-per-view coming up today, all out later on tonight. I'm very interested to see how that's all going to go down. So stick with us all the way through the show because we have a lot to get through with so little time. Absolutely. We have a jam-packed show for you. But before, of course, we do that, we always have to, of course, give the information about who we are with the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. And there's so much going on with us. We're just growing each and every single day. It's not just pro wrestling we do here on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. No, no, no. We do different shows. We talk all sports all the time. So that's below the mic. That is down to the wire. That's the wise guys, the BS sports show, the hit list. I think I said wise guys. I think I said that already, Uh, but I'll say it again. The wise guys, the Ryan Hickey show. And of course, you're off the mat every Saturday at 12 o'clock. So if you like sports, not just wrestling, but all sports, we have all different shows for you to enjoy. Also, please don't forget about the weekend crunch with, of course, Errol Marks and former NFL football player Eric Coleman. Every Saturday night tonight, they're going to be on after the New York Islanders playoff game seven tonight. So do you want to definitely check that out? Different ways you can check us out, Alex. You know this already, man. From telling your smart speaker to play us to checking out our app, our free app, downloaded. If you haven't done so already, you're missing out. You need to because here's what you do. If you miss our live show... You can rewatch our show. You can see clips, articles that are posted on our show, our show schedules. Everything is on there. If you have an iPhone, just go to the Apple Store. If you have an Android, go to Google Play. Go to the Google Play Store and just type in WWSRN. That is WWSRN. Type it in. The app is free, and you can just check us out that way. Of course, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Periscope. We're just growing, and of course, www.worldwidesports.com, www.worldwidesports.com. Alex, really quick, if you really quick, if you want to give the disclaimer on our Twitter, on our Facebook, our Twitter how- is off the mat wwsrn. It's the same for Facebook, and our phone line is seven two seven eight eight eight. 
four two nine five. Awesome. That's seven two seven eight 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 four two nine five. Absolutely, and Alex is going with his Bullet Club shirt today. He's repping it proudly. And then, of course, I decided to go the AEW theme. So I got the Young Bucks. I got John Moxley. And I'm wearing my Darby Allen shirt. We're going to preview. You're going to want to stick with us because we have a jam-packed show, as Alex said. We have a lot to get into, including our preview of AEW All Out later. But let's jump right into it, Alex. Also, really quick, Alex and I, I wanted to make this announcement. We are in the quick process. Alex is right now looking into T-shirts for us to be sold. So Alex and I will be – Alex is definitely working on that this weekend. I know that. Alex is a great artist. If you haven't seen some of the work he's done, he loves drawing, loves writing stuff. And you're, you're a very good Photoshop guy as well and everything like that. So Alex is working on T-shirts and stuff like that for them to be sold. When they are ready, Alex when, and I will be sending it out to you, all the fans, if you want to purchase a T-shirt as well and representing the show. So you're going to want to do that. So, Alex, that was a big announcement. I wanted to make that to uh, uh, to the fans out there. Let's get right into it, man. And let's start with, well. Payback, WWE payback, which I say, I think that was just, uh, it, was, it wasn't a great pay-per-view. It had some ups and downs, but there were some moments in that pay-per-view that were good and bad. And we're going to be discussing a lot of that. Uh, we're going to be going through that list right now. Yeah, or lack thereof, as they say, because the pay-per-view was complete garbage. Um, it was horrible. And, look, I mean, it's actually kind of funny because I'm looking at some of the matches that happened. I don't even remember some of them even happening. Like, I don't remember Big E facing Sheamus. I don't remember Matt Riddle facing King Corbin, who, as again, if you um, – <laughs> so by Alex, myself, and Jillian – who works at the network, we did a watch party for SmackDown last night, and my assumption of King Corbin is I take I take craps that have more charisma than King Corbin does, okay? That's the... And, 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 and it's true. Because to me, I'm so sick of the King Corbin's nonsense. Uh, what was the last thing he did? It was um, Constable Corbin. And then before and then, that, it was just the NXT Corbin. Which is fine. But they keep changing it up on him. So I'm just trying to stick with everything and the changing and everything like that. But let's get right to it. Um, so we had the Riot Squad defeat the Iconics in, in the kickoff show, in which the Iconics are no longer a team. Uh, how do you feel about that, Josh? Because I feel they should have sticked with the Iconics a little bit longer, you know? You know, I, that's a great question to ask, Alex, because I've been a fan of the Iconics for a while. And to me, when I look at it, it's kind of if you saw Raw on Monday, I kind of after they lost, if you, they went to Raw Underground and I kind of got a Shawn Michaels, Marty Jannetty feel when Shawn Michaels threw Marty Jannetty through the glass. Because when when um, what is it? Marina Schaffer and Jessamyn Duke were in the ring for under, Raw Underground. Peyton Royce and Billy Kay were challenged, and Peyton Royce threw Billy Kay into the ring. I kind of got a Shawn Michaels, Mario Jenny feel when he threw him through the glass. So I feel like Peyton Royce is going to have a big singles push going forward. I feel like Billy Kay is going to be the comedic wrestler in this whole thing. I mean, but maybe they felt it was time. There's not that many tag team women tag teams in WWE to begin with. No. The more popular ones. I thought it was interesting, but look, I think Peyton Royce is going to get the big push here. She's going to be the Shawn Michaels. I think Billy Kay is going to be the Martin Jannetty. And we'll see what happens going forward. But I didn't see the match. 
not even gonna I would say that I saw clips of it on YouTube. I would say the match was it was okay. There were some uh, uh, good and bad parts to it, but I, I honestly did not see the Iconics losing that match, and that's what shocked me the most. And now we're now we're just gonna see how Peyton Royce does as a singles competitor, and I think it's I think she's gonna do well. I I think it's gonna take a lot of work for her. But in the end, she's going to come out uh, probably as one of the best singles competitors on that brand. Absolutely. And it's kind of crazy because we already have only like four or five more minutes to discuss this. But I think a match that stood out to me, Alex, was Keith Lee, Randy Orton. Six and a half minutes. And they really gave Keith Lee that. All right. Here you go. We're going to have you beat one of the best in the business in six and a half minutes. Take take the reins, take the bull by the horns, and go with it. What were your thoughts on that one, Alex? Because I to me, that 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 just doesn't work for me. You can't just beat the best person in like six minutes tops. You have to build it up over time. You have to get some get some heat in there, get some heat between the two competitors, and then just just build up towards that. And then once you get closer to that, then then you have Keith Lee beat Randy Orton. But it just Five or so minutes. I think if it went ten minutes, that would have been fine. Yeah, it was. It was just. It was. Not nah. to me. I mean, look, I love Keith Lee, and I know you do too. And to me, I think Keith Lee has as bright of a future as anybody in WWE. The problem is, I think the it was just. I agree with you one hundred percent, Alex, in the sense that it was just way too short. Yeah, there should there should have been more build up too, and that's the problem with WWE and their main roster these days, is they don't focus so much on the build up of their competitors, and they need to start doing that. Well, the problem too was why have SummerSlam and then the next week have Payback a week later? That made no sense. Yeah, to that me. that doesn't. It's just that's to me that makes no sense. They have to build up build up the pay per view at least, give it time. Give yeah. some, give it, give it a stretch. You know, that just is like. I mean, look, that's a hundred percent correct. And um, look, I thought Dominic Mysterio put on another good performance. Um, the match was good. I think Dominic pinning Murphy was interesting. I don't mind it. I like, I like Murphy a lot. But Dominic seems to be really showing something. I think more than we could have anticipated, and it's a good, promising career for the young kid. Oh yeah, he's doing good so far. I think he is going to really rise to the occasion, really put put uh build build more of a legacy for him off his father's legacy. So I I can see Dominic Mysterio doing very very well in the WWE and he has a bright future ahead of him. Absolutely. And then of course Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax beating Sasha and Bailey, Sasha Banks and Bailey, which we saw on SmackDown last night. That role model friendship is kaput. Um, so we, we, you knew there was a buildup happening. Apparently the match was supposed, if it was going to happen in Boston, the report was originally the plans were going to be Sasha versus Bailey. If, if SummerSlam happened in Boston, unfortunately it did not. It's at the perform, it's at the Thunderdome. And because of that, they pushed it off another few weeks. So, you know, to me, Nia and Bays are winning, whatever. There's been so many different random tag teams to win the women's tag team championships. I don't even find them relevant anymore. I think they're crap at this point, Alex. I agree with you. I think they're abs- – I just think they need to 
bring more attention to the uh, women's tag team division. And the way they could do that is they can build tag teams like Rhea Ripley and Shotzi Blackheart from NXT and have them challenge for the for those titles. I think that would be a great idea. And I've said that before on Twitter. I said that before on Twitter and on my Twitter at Show Slows. And I I really think that it could happen if they give Shotzi Blackheart. Uh, Rhea Ripley and they form Tegan Knox and put her with um, Candice LeRae as a tag team. That would be great. That w- it would work that, out for everybody in the women's division. That's not, I mean, because because now they're having a rivalry now, LeRae and Knox. So that's that's really what it is right now. So I don't think they're going to have that in the future. They might have they have a rivalry. Maybe down the road, but not now. Yeah, for sure. And then the last thing before we move on to our next topic, which is Roman Reigns beating the Fiend Bray Wyatt and Braun Strowman. Uh, I had a feeling this was how it was going to go in the sense that Braun and Bray were going to beat the crap out of each other. Boom, Roman Reigns comes out. My other idea I thought was going to happen was why not just have Wyatt pin Strowman and then just have Roman and Bray just have a long little rivalry. But I I didn't necessarily agree. I did not agree with how the match ended for Roman Reigns, like how he won the championship. Uh, a lot of people, including me, were upset by this. I think that uh, Roman Reigns, uh, there should have been more build-up for that championship win. Yeah, no. I, I, listen, I'm with you on that one. Like I said, to me, look, they're trying to build Roman up to be the big heel. And now he's going up against Jay Uso, which I think is going to be fascinating. But... They want Roman to be the biggest heel. I thought the match was okay. I've seen Braun and Bray wrestle a billion times the last few months. So, be it as it may, I would give Payback probably a five. I I, I would give it like a four, four out of ten. You you hate it. Yeah, it, it what it did not meet my expectations at all. Oh no, not at all, not at all. All right, Alex, let's get right into it, man. We again so much to do, so little time. It's already flying by. So now we're up to NXT, and NXT was pretty interesting. We had the 60-minute Fatal 4-Way Iron Man match, and then we had that. Then we had the um, Santos Escobar, Joaquin Wilde, and Raul Mendoza take on Breezango, t- Tyler Breeze, and Fondango with Isaiah Swerve Scott. That match, to me, was good. I feel like there could have been a lot more aggression for Isaiah in that match and more, more skill involved for Isaiah and I loved how Isaiah and Fondango they used a forklift they jumped off a forklift on into the uh, into the ring I thought that was a smart idea from WWE a, a cool moment to throw in there into the match and then we had Isaiah Isaiah and Breezango they showed some great grit in that match great determination to really pick up the victory and they did so there could have been more physicality a tiny bit in that match, but otherwise it, it was okay. Yeah, I thought NXT was fine. I mean, I looked at it like this, um, you know what I mean? And to, like I said, um, when I look at how NXT is doing it right now, what I enjoyed, I, the, the Fatal 4-Way match I enjoyed. Um, and I like the idea that they carried it over to next week. But to have Balor and Cole is interesting because now I look at the whole thing with, okay, Gargano and Champa are out. You knew it was going to kind of be a tough – something was something fishy was going to happen. Like you knew Yeah, you knew something was coming. Or something like that, and that's what it wound up being. 
So for me, I like the idea of Cole versus Balor. I, I think Balor is going to be the one that winds up winning the belt. And I think it would be the right decision because he hasn't had it in so long. Since he's been back in NXT, he hasn't won the big matches. So let him win it. Um, like you said, I think the forklift idea with Isaiah Swerve was cool with Fandango and um, Tyler Breeze winning over, um, I can never say the group's name. Legata Del Fantasma. There you go, Legata Del Fantasma. I can never say the name because I don't want to botch it. You know, like uh, King Corbin and his personality. I don't want to botch things. So, but for always... me, for me, the main event, the Fatal Four Way, sixty minute, the match was back and forth. I loved that. There was a lot. There was a lot of hard hitting action. Champa almost scored the first fall in the middle of the match, and then I loved how every man was scrambling to get a fall. And the interesting thing for me was the ending of the match. The clock ran out before the victor could be decided. And the match overall was a five-star for me. And I, I like how they're putting Adam Cole and Finn Balor, two guys, that, two guys that came from New Japan. They were in the Bullet Club together. And this, this is going to be an interesting match for sure. I'm, I'm very excited to see how this plays out. I, I definitely see Finn Balor taking a victory over Adam Cole because... Sure. I, I think that would be the right decision too, Alex. I think yeah, be I believe it would be a smart decision. And... Point of Balor going to keep constantly coming back and losing big match after big match after big match. And what was the point of him coming back to NXT? And then when you look at where, so Adam Cole, I know what you're saying with New with New Japan. Adam Cole was more bigger in NXT. I mean, in um in Ring of Honor, because when Bullet Club was happening, Alex, remember there were two, like, it was kind of like there were two there were two Bullet Clubs. There was Bullet Club New Japan, and then there was Bullet Club Ring, Ring of, of Honor. Honor. Kenny Omega ran both Bullet Clubs. But Adam Cole was pretty much the leader of the Bullet Club and Ring of Honor. The problem with – because the reason why he didn't get over big in New Japan. Um, but uh, it's kind of like you're bringing New Japan and Ring of Honor together and you're really trying to dive into it. Um, but also, I, I think this – I, I can't wait for this rivalry. At, uh, the next, the t- next Super Tuesday is going to be a very interesting one. And I, I want to see Finn Balor win that championship for sure because he, he hasn't won the NXT championship in how long? Has it been like two, three years maybe? Four? Probably longer? Than that. Oh, it's been longer than that. I think the last time he won it was 2016, I want to say. Yeah, then de- he definitely needs to have a, a a big push that a big push then. He definitely yep. needs to win. And, and the other crazy report too, Alex, is what I read is there are reports possibly that NXT could be moving full time to Tuesdays. Um, and the reason being is because their viewership is up. I think it got eight ninety, um, in the viewership rating, which is really good for NXT. I think honestly, I think NXT moving to Tuesdays would be the best idea. Yeah, it is. It's a smart idea. Expands more on wrestling for the week. Now you're going to have NXT do well and AEW do well. Everybody wins. Okay, so you have Raw Monday, NXT Tuesday, AEW Wednesday, uh, SmackDown Friday, and then if there's pay per views or whatever like that. But I think NXT moving to Tuesday would be the best option. I agree with you. It's it's a better option to move to NXT. But hey, at least NXT has better ratings than the main roster. Like, 
Well, no. See, the the main roster is getting over a million viewership. That's but to me, I feel like NXT is better than the main roster. To me, I feel like SmackDown's rating, uh, like my butt has better ratings than SmackDown. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, is that like the time when you did the Madonna with, with with the Madonna story, which you have to tell us later? Oh yeah, I'm gonna have to tell you that story. That's unbelievable. Oh man, but look, like I said, look, the viewership. It's always going to be better for Raw and SmackDown because they gravitate to the little kids. NXT, AEW don't gravitate to little children. That's just because it's not PG. No. Therefore, that's always going to be the situation. But we have about a minute left before we move on to Dynamite. And it's, it's the show is just flying by. It's it's crazy. Alex, what's the number one more time? Um, for the 727-888-4295. One more time. Seven two seven eight 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 four two nine five. That's it. So you guys, if you guys and gals want to call in, you know, see what's up, talk about anything wrestling going on, totally uh, willing to get into it. But again, I think NXT. Don't mind me. I'm just not going to see if there's any comments for um on our show so far. I just want to see if anybody has written anything on our show in our comments page. Let's check. Let's check. Uh, in the meantime, let's move on to AEW. Let's move on to AEW for sure. Because so uh, AEW was, I, I I say, for me, it was a 7, 8 out of 10, somewhere in the middle. I I enjoyed the uh, FTR promo and how FTR was saying that their legacy means nothing if they don't become tag team champions t- tonight. And Dax Harwood and Cash Wheeler, Wheeler they want to be the best. They want to be the best tag team out there in the world, and in AEW. And the segment between Kenny, Hangman, and FTR was amazing. A lot of the shots, a lot of shots were fired. Back and forth, war of words. I I absolutely loved how they were just flaming each other. And then we had, Hang, I believe Hangman, Hangman has a lot, he had a lot happen to him in the, the last week or so with him turning on the elite. So I'm, I'm wondering if he is going to be Part of a faction with Cody and um, the Young Bucks, possibly. Well, you oh, you mean FT? You mean with FTR and Sean Spears with the Four Horsemen? Um, to me, if you don't watch Being the Elite (BTE) at the end of the episode, uh, Kenny Omega came back. If you look with the sunglasses and the gray hair, that was the cleaner. Kenny Omega from New Japan when he was the heel, when he was the leader of the Bullet Club. Um, that's the thing. You have to, if you're going to watch AEW 2, you yeah, have to. you have to watch Being the Elite. It's it's so good. Like, how they pro- how they produce it is amazing. Yeah, I enjoy even, it. But, but it's also, the stories, they come into play with AEW. So you have to be on top of that and have to watch that. I mean, look, you know FTR is in the group. You know Sean Spears is in the group. There's one more person that's in this group. Cody is not going to be here tonight. Um, so I'd be shocked if Cody shows up. Um, it, it's kind of interesting. And I and, and I said I'm not going to guess anymore on who the leader of the of the of the four horsemen's going to be. I, I'm done. My head's gonna <laughs> your head's gonna just explode. Head's gonna explode because it keeps making a swerve. Is it MJF? Is it Cody? Is it Hangman is it Kenny? Is it blah, 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 blah. But I, 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 in fact, did like that whole segment. It was very, it was, it really caught my eye. There was, there was a lot to it. 
Some yeah. of it, some of it, I didn't really understand because they were kind of throwing me off a bit with what they were saying. But I think this is gonna it's it's gonna be interesting to see what F, how FTR uh, comes to get, how uh, it's gonna be interesting to see how they perform against Kenny Omega and, and Hangman Adam Page. Yeah, and the thing is, when Kenny Omega walked out of the ring with Hangman with the hand in the belt, I took that in and said, "Oh, that's interesting." Because the thing of it is, I look at it like this. If, what if, what if this is a ploy by FTR and Hangman to make everybody think, oh, Hangman's the victim here, but in the end, he's really on their side. Or, 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 what if it's Kenny Omega that's trying to fool everybody and it's Hangman that gets duped and the Young Bucks are like, oh, no. We we got the we got the wrong guy. We thought it was Hangman, but it was Omega the whole time. So like that's really what it comes down to, and I think that's the whole swerve. No pun intended with Isaiah Swerve, but that's the whole swerve with, um, you know the situation. And again, we're gonna preview AEW All Out later. And so, one, uh, so this week's AEW Dynamite, uh, I got to see Thunder Rosa, the NWA Women's Champion, compete for the first time. So that that was really cool, and uh, Thunder Rosa has big things coming for her in AEW. Great performance by her. I loved how much in uh, how much innovative moves she used in that match, and I cannot wait to see what she does against Hikaru Shida. But ultimately, ultimately, I think it's going to be Hikaru Shida who wins and beats uh, well, Thunder Rosa. Later, Alex, we'll save that for um. We're going to do that in our all out preview. But... Okay. Thing about it is with Thunder Rosa is I, I said it last week on the show. She's top five in the world. Yeah, one she's women. one of the best and women's wrestlers in the world right now. If you haven't watched NWA Power on YouTube, you're missing out. She's phenomenal. She's great. And Sabrina Deep was also the one she faced. That was one of the best women produced matches AEW's had. I, I, I 100% agree with you. That was it was a f- phenomenal match, as uh, how they how they choreographed the match was very well done. I loved how Thunder Rosa was using a lot of aggression on S- Serena D, and I loved how Serena D kept powering out of those moves that she was delivering, kicking out towards the end, and then I loved her finish. The th- uh, I forget what it's called, it's the Thunder Bomb or something, something like that. Might be. I I got. I can't remember, but I will say this. Um, that finish was great. The it was a great, great she's move. To AEW yet? That's the thing. She's not even signed to AEW. Oh, she's not. Oh, wow. Oh, so this is just. This could be a one-time thing. This it, could be. This could be a partnership with NWA because you got to remember Ricky Starks, Eddie Kingston, all came from NWA, but then they left NWA to come to AEW. Thunder Rosa is one of the big, big, big performers. Not that Ricky Starks and Eddie Kingston aren't, because they are too. But Thunder Rose is the NWA Women's Champion, and for good reason too. She has a good MMA background too. She comes from a, uh, she trains in MMA. She fights in MMA too, and then we, then she puts uh, some of her wrestling side into that. So we're seeing a lot of that development from her. Maybe Errol should get her on his show. Maybe Errol would be cage in MMA since she's an MMA fighter. Maybe Errol should call her and say, "Hey, you want to come on my cage and MMA show?" And then she'd be like, no, I have better things to do in my time. 
Kidding, 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 kidding. Eric's pro- Arrow's probably so uptight today with the Islanders game seven tonight that literally, in the words of Barry Sigler, <laughs> if you stuck a lump of coal up his butt, it would turn into a diamond. <laughs> All right, that's how much he's quite. I got to throw in that McDonald's story real quick here because I was, I was going to McDonald's yesterday to order food. And I guess somebody was wait. The line was the line was pretty long. It was like from here all the way to the back, the side end of the McDonald's. And I guess somebody w- wasn't happy because they didn't get their their food on time. And they sped up. They they literally. St- I'm right here. Turn in in, in at, almost at the uh, almost at the intercom. And this person just floors it like way past this close to my car. And I'm like. Wow, that must be one hungry fat. You know what? Oh my god! Well, Alex, why are you going to McDonald's? I thought you liked the gym. I I, I do like the gym, but like I, that's that's like my go-to meal after I work out really hard. I'm gonna say is that like I'm gonna eat? I'm gonna work out, work my I'm gonna work my tail off, and then I'm gonna go <laughs> Donald's afterwards. <laughs> not a, not not a protein shake, you know. I'm going to go to McDonald's and get a Happy Meal. <laughs> I mean, like, somebody just had to be one fat lard to, like, be that... Like, to, like, be that aggressive about McDonald's and fly by past you, uh, past all those cars. Did you get a, did you get a, did you get a look at the person? No. <laughs> they, they were gone. They were gone before I could even see them. Oh, man. See, that's what I haven't had McDonald's. God, it has to be close to like over ten years. I have not eaten McDonald's. I will not step after. You know what it was? <laughs> after I watched the movie Super Size Me. Oh, that movie. Oh, no way. I said no way. I said no way. I said no way. I said no way am I ever going to ingest that kind of hamburger ever again? <laughs> that's never going to happen. You know what I mean? But it's like, honestly. No McDonald's for me. That's that's just something I would stay away from. Not even Wendy's. Not even if they had like a, a like a, a giant frosty or something like that. That's different. But if I'm gonna go fast food, if I'm gonna go fast food, if I had to have a go-to fast food place and I need to do it, and like, oh my god, I'm starving. I have to go here. It's Taco Bell. It's Taco Bell. I have to go to Taco Bell if I ha- get myself like. A ch- like, Don't uh, even get me started with Taco Bell. Taco Bell equals gas and upset stomach and Pepto Bismo. But what is McDonald's at? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows what they're putting in there? They got the, the, the with the pink slime with the chicken nuggets with the ugh. Oh my god. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, that's your take on fast food by Josh and Alex. All right. So anyway, when we come back, we have so much more to get into, everyone. This show's it, the first half is done, but we're just getting into more. Alex has a really, really good uh, this week in pro wrestling history. We're also going to be previewing All Out tonight. Stick with us. There's so much to take in, so much to digest. All right, just don't let it be McDonald's just because Alex likes it. <laughs> okay? This is Off the Mat right here in the world, on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. We'll be right back. It, it, it's the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Radio Network. Rest in peace. 
Welcome back to Off the Mat with Alex Lowe's and Josh Silverberg. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Off the Mat. I'm Alex Lowe's here with Josh Silverberg. And now we're going to get into this week in wrestling history. This one is ECW Orlando show September 5th, 1999. Attendance was 800. And it was not a pay-per-view. This was just a regular show. So we had Simon Diamond versus Vito Lagrasso. And he defeated Vito Lagrasso in a singles match. Number two is Angelica and Danny Doring and Roadkill defeated Chris Chetty, Jazz, and Nova in a six-person tag match. Then we had Jerry Lynn defeat L Little Guido in a singles match. Little Guido. Little Guido. Lance Storm defeated Kid Cash. Axel Rotten defeated Balls Mahoney and New Jack in a three-way dance. Then we had Spike Dudley defeat PN News. Then after that, we had Just Incredible defeat Super Crazy. Sabu defeated Uganda. And then the final match was Raven and Tommy Dreamer defeated Jack Victory and Steve Carino in an ECW Tag Team Titles match. Oh, it's interesting. See, to me, when I look back, um, when I look back, Raven and Tommy Dreamer had a huge rivalry back in ECW back in the day. But the crazy, crazy, crazy thing about this whole thing is when you look at ECW had a very nice roster. Oh, yeah, they did for that time. That that time of ECW. Tony New Jack match was probably insane. Um, that match was probably nuts. Um, you know, Kid Cash had just started out. But, I, it, you know, like the whole thing just seemed pretty crazy to me. Yeah, New Jack used to climb up ridiculous heights and then just jump off on like through tables, off high structures. He was just one of those guys who took matches to absolute limits. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, look, I think, like I said, that was the good old days. Of and then the staple gun, the staple gun. I remember the staple gun. Always with the staple gun, and that's why New Jack. If you didn't see um, Dark Side of the Ring. Uh, you need to check it out about New Jack because it's it was insane. I mean, the guys had the guys. Oh, the guys a nutcase. So, I mean, you know, there's that. I don't know. Maybe he's going to McDonald's too after the gym, Alex. So you can talk to him about it if you want. <laughs> no thanks. No, no thanks. I'd rather not get my head stapled or smashed into a trash can. Yeah, right. But like I said, that's the crazy thing about it when you look back at ECW with Rob Van Dam, Sabu, Tommy Dreamer, Shane Douglas, Bam Bam Bigelow, 3D, Adams, um, you know, Super Crazy, uh, Mike Awesome, The Sandman, It's Incredible, The Sandman, you know, Beulah McGillicuddy, uh, Francine, you, you, you know, uh, um, what was the um the ref the referee's name that was with um ugh, I can't remember he was with Taz and he was with Sabu afterwards and Rob Van Dam I can't m remember his name but you know when I when I look back um, to me um, so I have to find the guy's name quick hold on one second referee in ECW hold on yeah there were there were a lot of cool cool 
matches in ECW. My, uh, there's one in particular that I watched from... I'm trying to remember which... Uh, it was... I'm trying to remember which match it was. It was like December to December, but I can't remember what... Alfonso. Bill Alfonso was the guy's name. Bill Alfonso was the guy's name. And just when you look back at all that stuff, you know what I mean? Uh, the... The main route, I mean, Axel Rock. Yeah, you you had big pay-per-views, too, like uh, December to December. Living Dangerously, uh, Heat Wave. There were different shows that they did that were out of this world. And they're all on the network, so they're on the WWE network. Even the one-night stand shows they did with the, with, you know, the Dudley Boys came back. And, uh, you know, it's just crazy. And like I said, um, you know, the gangsters and everything like that, that was like I said, the FBI, the full-blooded Italians. So this is really uh, cool. What's his name? Mustafa Aurelio of the Kitchen Sink. Oh, my. Yeah, that was the original gangsters with Mustafa uh, and uh, New Jack. Those were the, those were he the always guys. came out of a kitchen sink for some reason. Yeah, that was crazy. But all right, Alex, <laughs> it's that time, man. It's it. Here we go. It is time to do our AEW All-Out Preview. Crazy. It is you know, the last few weeks, it's crazy. We've had wrestling, you know, up the wazoo. We 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 had summer we had SummerSlam last weekend. No, SummerSlam two weekends two weeks ago. Then we had Summer Struggle over the weekend. And, and now we have now we're up to New Japan Road, which is crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. Now we're yeah we're up to New Japan Road, but now it's all out now. This was the this was the home stretch of the end of the summer, and there are ten matches lined up for all out tonight so the pay-per-view i believe starts at what time i think seven? it's seven eight maybe i'm not well, sure i'm gonna look that up i just want to be able to I, I don't want to give the fans the wrong information but so, so the first match on this list is obviously the main event john moxley versus mjf with wardlow aew world championship match and this is a match where John Moxley has to be up on his game and really, really be aggressive and not allow MJF to get the upper hand or allow MJF to distract him with Wardlow. Because, you right. know... Pay-per-view starts at 8. Starts at 8. The okay, 8. Yeah, so they're starting at late tonight. So this is going to go... This could go a while, this pay-per-view. This could go to 11.30. But as I was saying about the, the AEW World Championship match, I believe it's... John Moxley is going to have to really kick it in gear against MJF. Really watch Wardlow on the outside because MJF really likes to use Wardlow to his advantage. You never know when he can use that dynamite ring. You, you never know. And we also have the uh, paradigm shift is banned unless somehow John Moxley can sneak it in during the match. Which it time it is time it is time for MJF 2020. It is time. I'm on board with his campaign. It is time. Uh, I love John Moxley, but the guy has held the belt for almost a year now. I want change. I want change. I want something different. I think MJF is so ready. He is right there with Randy Orton as the best heel in professional wrestling. He'll have the Dynamite Diamond with him. He'll have Wardlow with him. It is time for MJF to take the next step and become your AEW champion, have a robbery with him and Moxley, because the problem is this. If Moxley beats him, who is left for John Moxley to challenge? 
for the championship. I want to see some new rivalries. I want to see MJF against Kenny Omega. I want to see MJF versus Hangman Adam Page. I want to see MJF versus, uh, Rick, I don't know, Ricky Starks. I want to see MJF versus Darby Allen. And I want to see MJF versus different guys. Moxley has beaten all those guys already. That's really what it comes down to. So I'm ready for MJF to win. I'm pulling for him tonight. I think he's going to be the guy that wins the match. And I think it's the right call if he does win. I know you love Moxley, Alex. I do too. I love the shirt. I love John Moxley. But I think it's time to give somebody else a chance to be AEW heavyweight champion at this point. I mean, he's been champion for almost a year now. So I think it's time. Uh, I honestly, I'm, I'm kind of mixed about it. I'm kind of mixed about MGF, MJF becoming the new world champion. Because it's, it's not like I don't think he can he can hold on to it and really go with it well. I just think um, M- there there has to be more, uh, maybe a small, uh, a small more development with him, but I would like to see, I agree with you, I would like to see, uh, I agree with you on this part. I, li- I would like to see MJF uh, go up against different people. Yeah, I think MJF is ready. I think he's ready. I think he, uh, no more development. I think he's ready. Even if John Moxley doesn't, if he, the best. His promos are great. Even if John Moxley doesn't win, I would be okay with that. I'd be okay with that 100%. No, I, I, I need to, if, if Moxley wins tonight, it's going to annoy the crap out of me because the reason being is because MJF has been built for this moment. As oh, I said if he doesn't win, I'm okay with him not winning. Oh, okay. No, I know you said that, but I'm just saying no. I'm, I, in my opinion, MJF has to win tonight. Because this is the moment that they build MJF for to win the Dynamite Diamond, and they did very well with it over the past couple weeks. Just the way they've built him up, his character, everything, the campaign, the campaign run that he's done. To turn against Cody, to win the Dynamite Diamond, to be the biggest douche that he could possibly be in professional wrestling. This is the moment where MJF is so ready to take the bull by the horns. Take it grasp it and become the AEW heavyweight champion. I think it has to be tonight. It does. Um, and then the, the next match we have is the Mimosa Mayhem match. Uh, no, 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 I'm excited about the match. I'm excited about the match. I'm excited I, about the match. I just don't like the name. I hate the name of the match. The name of the match is so freaking stupid. They could have, to me, they could have added any other stipulation. They could have had a false count anywhere or a steel cage. Well, you know what? Honestly, I'm fine with the way the match is going to be because I want to see how they do this. I do want to see how they do this. I'm all for being creative and seeing new matches be made. This is exactly... I I don't mind the match happening. I don't mind it being a Mimosa Mayhem match. I just hate the name of the match. But I'm excited to see the, the match itself. My opinion, I think this is... I mean, look. Jericho won the first time. Cassidy won the second time. I don't know which way you can really go. No. On one end, Cassidy is another superstar they're trying to build. But he's also better when there's people in 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 the crowd. That's really what it is. On the other hand, Chris Jericho is one of the greatest of all time. I think Jericho's gonna win it. We'll see. I mean, not Jericho, excuse me. I think Cassidy's gonna win the match somehow. Uh, um, Jared Chris Jericho has gone on record by saying this is the most fun he's ever had in a rivalry, and that's including rivalries with Stone Cold and The Rock, um, because they've given him creative freedom. 
So it's I not. Think, it's not like I don't think they can be creative with this match. I just think there should be like a better stipulation to it. I don't mind the stipulation, Alex, because I want to see them be. I this is something different. This is something that um, we don't know how it's going to be. So it adds intrigue to it because have you ever seen a Mimosa Mayhem match before? No. So that's that's the thing. It adds intrigue to me. It adds something. It's a different element for me. Um, I, I I do the same thing with when when WWE had the the Money in the Bank. They were in the um, when they did it at the corporate office. I was intrigued by it because it was something different and it added another element to wrestling that I've never seen before. So we'll see. I'm gonna go. Uh, Cassidy winning that match. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Cassidy as well because his character, his he's just spot on with everything. And oh, it, great during this whole rivalry. They yeah, they've been. It's this rivalry has been phenomenal, and I I can't wait to see it come full circle tonight. And it's gonna be an interesting interesting one. I've never seen a Mimosa Mayhem match before. I don't think anybody has. So I like how they're being creative. I like how they're giving us twists and turns with this rivalry. Sure. Um, I want to get to this match quick because I think this is the match that's going to steal the show tonight. And that's Hikaru Shida versus Thunder Rosa. That is the match to me. AEW has a huge opportunity to take uh, these two young ladies and make them stars of a pay-per-view that has so many good matches on the card. This is an opportunity for AEW to be remembered for a great women's match. I think Hikaru Shida's going to retain because, again, Rosa's not signed. No. I would like to see Rosa win. I'm fine with Shida winning. Thunder Rosa, I love Thunder Rosa. You, I told you this last week, Alex. I, I said, if remember I told you on the show, if you haven't watched NWA Power, you need to watch highlights of Thunder Rosa. Watching this match last week on AEW, it doesn't do her justice for how great she is in the ring and how good of a promo worker she is. The package between her and Sheeta has been great. The only thing I have questionable is I thought Sheeta should have came out and went face-to-face with Rosa after her match on Dynamite. That's the only thing I would have changed, but I'm going to go with Hikaru Sheeta in this match. I would love to see Thunder Rosa win, but she's not signed to AEW yet. Therefore, I have to go with Sheeta. I'm gonna go with Sheeta as well. I, 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 like you said, Rosa's not signed com- to AEW yet completely. It's, I, it's gonna be, in, it's gonna be a, one of these matches where it's all gonna be aggressiveness. You're gonna see a lot of ta- uh, You're gonna see a lot of maneuvers on the outside floor. Uh, just a lot. It's gonna be a huge battle, and Thunder Rosa has that. She has that ability to really go far in this matchup against Sheeta, and it Sheeta has a chance to. They have a chance to make this the biggest women's match of the year, possibly. I mean, for sure, absolutely, and it's two different styles, so we'll see. Uh, we're running. Uh, we have a few more minutes before we get to our finisher. All right, this is the mind blowing one, Alex. Kenny Omega and Adam Hangman Page, the champions versus FTR, Cash Wheeler, and Dax Harwood. Woo! This is one you and I, uh, I told you, I think I have blood oozing out of my brain trying to figure out what's going to happen in this match tonight. Um, 
and my old friend as well, Lyle, has been. We're going to be watching it together, and he's constantly switching his decision every week on what he thinks is going to happen. And I told him I'm not guessing anymore. I'm done. I'm going to wait for it to ride out and see what happens. I'm going to go FTR. I don't know what's going. Is Hangman turning on Kenny? Is Ken? I have a feeling. It's the last time I'm going to say it. I have a gut feeling. Kenny Omega is going to be the one that turns on Hangman. And the Young Bucks are going to come out and feel fooled. I agree. Someone someone is turning on one another tonight. Someone is absolutely walking away from the Elite. Yes, and I think it's going to be... I think it was a dupe by Kenny the whole time. Because if you go back, go look at when Kenny Omega was in Bullet Club. And he turned on AJ Styles to become the leader of Bullet Club. He was all goody-goody, felt like he was fitting in. He was in the junior division. Boom. We never got to see that rivalry between him and AJ because AJ went to WWE. Um, but I have a feeling, and again, on BTE, Kenny looked like the cleaner again. So I think Kenny's going to be the one that turns on Hangman. I think this is a dupe. I think this is where it's going to be a fix. I think you're going to see Kenny Omega, FTR, and Sean Spears as the new Four Horsemen. I could see Kenny becoming future AEW heavyweight champion. I could see Sean Spears becoming the future TNT champion and four horsemen having all the gold in AEW. So we'll see. And then there's the Matt Hardy versus Sammy Guevara broken match. That's going to be a bloodbath. Uh, I cannot wait to see Matt Hardy absolutely go to war with Sammy Guevara. Uh, I, I, I'm hoping we see, I'm hoping we see the pure, the pure side of Matt Hardy where he takes things to limits and just really goes... He's not going to lose go, his match. No, he's not going to lose his match. He's going to go caution to the wind and just throw everything he has at Sammy. And and, and last the last match we'll discuss, Alex, before we move on to our finisher, because we're low on time here. Who do you have winning the Casino Battle Royal tonight? Ooh. I know two of my friends are in it. Uh, Fabu Andre and D3 Roma from the uh, Florida Independent Circuit, they are going to be in the uh, Casino Battle Royal. But if anybody's going to win, I'm probably going to say... Probably Brian Cage, you know? Brian Cage. I have a sleeper for who's going to win. He's not announcing the match right now. I'm going to say Pac. I'm going to say Pac comes back tonight and wins the Casino Battle Royal. I think he's going to return because we're starting to see it. Jay, you know, Jay White is in the United States, so guys are clearly able to travel. Um, so I'm going to go with Pac, surprising everybody, winning the Battle Royal, and getting a championship opportunity in the future. So uh, you're going to go with Brian Cage. I'm going to go with Pac. We'll see. You have other matches too. The Lucha um, Jungle Jurassic Express versus the Young Bucks, Britt Baker versus Big Swole. Um, and, of course, the Dark Order going up against Matt Cardona, Scorpio Sky, and the Natural Nightmares. So unfortunately, we don't have enough time to discuss all those matches, but those are going to be phenomenal. We'll recap it next week on Off the Mat for sure. Check out AEW All Out tonight. This is probably one of the best days we've ever had in sports. Think about it, Alex, really quick before we get to our finisher. NHL playoffs tonight. NBA playoffs tonight. Major League Baseball. College football is happening. MMA is happening tonight. The Kentucky Derby is happening today, and you have AEW All Out happening. It's a jam-packed Saturday, and I think it's something that this country 
desperately, desperately needs very much for a distraction. But um, Alex, it, it is that time. Let's get to that finisher, man. What do you got? So my and- finisher is uh, this is for a, there's a wrestling show going on in is it Leesburg? Yeah, near Leesburg in Orlando. It's a WXW extreme uh, WXW, which is run by um, uh, I think one and a half of the Wild Samoans, Alpha. And uh, tonight they are having Chico Adams take on EC3. So that's going to be insane to see. Interesting. Very sick. So EC3 is making his way. Back. He's already in impact. So he's making his way back on the uh, independent scene. Uh, my finishing move for me is if you didn't see it, AOP was released the other day by the WWE. Uh, Razar and Akam. Perfect place I have for them to go to. And I think they need to jump on it. New Japan. I think New Japan needs to desperately sign Oh, them. yeah. I New would Japan. love to see them in New Japan. New Japan needs tag teams. The problem with Akam and Rosario is they can't stay healthy. So that's really... No, they're the always either getting hurt or are sick. Every time they have momentum, they get hurt. It's every time. But they were great in NXT. But they were every with um, Sanity. I was at their match at TakeOver Brooklyn TakeOver 3 when it was Sanity versus... Um, <clears throat> Excuse me. It was Sanity versus AOP, and we showed the debut of Red Dragon, Bobby Fish, and Kyle O'Reilly together. I was at that match. I think New Japan is a perfect spot for them. I, I, again, I think New Japan needs to sign them. They're very talented. They don't need to talk very much in New Japan. New Japan needs to have as many good tag teams as possible. I would love to see their rivalries versus Bullet Club. I mean, you know what? I would even stretch it out, and I'd be curious if they were to join Bullet Club. If Akam and Rizar were to be in Bullet Club, I'd be very intrigued that. By that would be very really, really cool, cool to see. Um, but if not, we'll see what they do. Like I said, I think it's, it, it, it's an interesting decision. It sucks that they had to be released, but I think it was just so many injuries piled up for them that I just don't think WWE could take it anymore. No. Basically, we're just like, listen, guys. You guys are as talented as can be. You just can't stay healthy. So it's not going to work out right now, unfortunately. They I, tried to do this with Seth Rollins in the in the Messiah group, and it was working well, and then they went on the shelf again. Yeah, Josh, if you have a chance, go check out uh, WXW's page. I, I encourage everyone to go check it out because they have a Facebook page for their promotion, and they have uh, Chico Adams, his promo on EC3, and then EC3's uh, video promo on him. The, uh, uh, I just got to say, Chico's promo on EC3 is unbelievable. You have to watch it. You have to see it because this match is probably going to be one of the best uh, one of the best independent matches in Florida that we've had in a long time. Absolutely. Look, listen, awesome. So, really quick announcement. Like I said, if you haven't downloaded our app yet for the Worldwide Sports Radio Network, download it. Download the app. It's free, everyone. It is free. You can get a recap of our shows if you missed it. Get our show schedules. You get our profiles. You get all content of articles. If you have an iPhone, go to the Apple Store, WWSRN, Google Store. If you have an Android, WWSRN. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on Periscope. We're, we're, we're on YouTube. We're all over the map, okay? With the wise guys. You have Cajun MMA, the BS Sports, you know, the BS Sports Show, the Ryan Hickey Show, down to the wire, below the mic, 
you know, the hit list, the New York Jets show. And don't forget the weekend crunch with Errol Marks and former NFL NFL player Eric Coleman every Saturday night. So not just us here on Off the Mat, of course, with myself and Alex, there's content all over the place. We're only growing every single day. And also, really quick, our announcement. Alex, I, I know you posted something, but we're going to fix it. Um, Alex and I are, 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 are constantly working on right now. We are working to be able to get T-shirts and sweatshirts and other things sold um, with our logo on it. So if you're a fan, come support us. I know Alex and I are going to be buying them, and you're going to see us wearing them. When another announcement is made, Alex is going to post it on Twitter. And uh, he's going to text me as well, and I'll post it as well. Don't forget to follow us. Alex, what's the Twitter handle, the Facebook handle, and the phone number for the fans to tune in? So the Facebook and Twitter handle is at WWSR. It's at off the mat WWSRN. So at off the mat WWSRN for Twitter and Facebook. And then our our line is 727-888-4295. We want to hear from you. We do. We want to hear your opinions on things. Am I wrong about MJF being the future face of AEW? Is Alex wrong in eating McDonald's after a workout? <laughs> I want to hear these opinions. I need to hear them, okay? Should Errol get his butt reclenched because he's nervous about the Islanders tonight, okay? These are opinions that we need to hear. <laughs> <laughs> but um, listen, like I said, it is a jam-packed sports show. Uh, sports day today, college football, NHL, NBA, MLB, uh, the Kentucky Derby, AEW, MMA, uh, the U.S. Open with tennis. All that is happening today. It is jam-packed. It's crazy. Tune in. It's a be- I don't know how it is by you, Alex, in Florida. I know it's sunny and gorgeous here on Labor Day weekend. Um, please, ladies and gentlemen, COVID is still a thing. Mm-hmm. If you're going to go out and party, Wear a mask. Be safe. All right? Enjoy your Labor Day weekend. Alex, my friend, my tag team partner, enjoy AEW tonight. I know you and I are going to be texting nonstop about the show. All right? It's going to be great. We're also going to try to figure out a way that we could watch. um, I guess we'll try to figure out a way to do our watch party with myself, Jillian, and Alex. We'll try to figure out a way to do that. Um, But enjoy AEW all out tonight. have fun. Have a great Labor Day weekend, fans. Alex, any last words? Um, have a great weekend, everybody. Enjoy. Be safe. Um, I know. Uh, um, enjoy. Uh, enjoy your time. And just. Ah, oh, God, I'm so tired. I'm out of gas today. MJF, 2020. MJF. Okay, he's winning tonight. Have a great rest of your weekend, everybody. This is Off the Mat on the World Wide Sports Radio Network. Take care. Enjoy everything tonight. It is the World Wide Sports Radio Network.